Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you, and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks, and the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies to get you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere, or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending, doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Ben Wonderman, who's the co-founder of Paxmith. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, excited to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what is Paxmith? So Paxmith, we're building distributed, intelligent fulfillment and logistics for growing e-commerce companies. We're revolutionizing the last mile of delivery through better quality fulfillment for brands in the beauty and skincare spaces primarily. Cool. So let's say I have a brand in the beauty and skincare world um, and I, I learn about Paxmith. Like, help me understand, like, how do I use your product? What do you do for me? Walk us through a little bit, like, the experience of, of the Paxmith kind of universe. <laughs> so the big question for a lot of brands that are growing sales via e-commerce today is how to get distribution, right? That's the core question these brands are trying to understand and play for in the market. The difference with e-commerce versus retail is that you do have a limited distribution from a single point of origin or a few points of origin, right? You tend to produce your product in a certain location. Uh, As a founder, as a brand builder, you tend to start small and then grow that over time. 
selling via Shopify or somewhere else, expanding your network of products and your range uh, within the category. But for most founders and most brands in e-commerce, getting those goods across the country and across the world to consumers fast enough and cheap enough is that core problem. In the traditional retail ecosystem, we have stores as the default solution for distribution. E-commerce has last mile delivery, delivery to your home. And optimizing that system for the growth of these brands is what Packsmith does. So we provide better quality fulfillment for your brand. We enable fulfillment from distributed locations across the country that enable you to bring your inventory closer to your end customers, shortening that last mile distance and reducing that last mile cost. And then we also enable you to build greater solutions within the unboxing experience, within the product experience that you are unlocking for your customers. So customized packaging, uh, feedback loops to you as a brand on the experience the customer is having. Those are all things we can enable through Packsmith because we have a very different model than the existing logistics industry. And I'm curious, you know, founders have the ability to start anything they want in various spaces. You decided to, to work in this space and found Packsmith. I'm curious why the, why this and like, what's the origin story here for you? This is a problem that just bothers me incessantly and has for my entire career. I've spent the last 10 years in transportation and last mile innovation. I was early at Lyft back in 2013, joined Postmates in 2016, scaled a number of verticals for the company, worked in the autonomous vehicle space, particularly around last mile delivery. My co-founder, Simon, is ex-Uber. Both of us really felt that this problem was the core problem that needed to be solved to enable small growing brands to become big brands within the e-commerce ecosystem. And in addition, just to reduce the inefficiencies of moving goods around the country. If we step back and look at the way we move goods today, both globally and domestically, it doesn't make any sense. Most of us live in suburbs. 80% of Americans are living in suburbs and most of the fulfillment of goods takes place in suburbs. But those suburbs are thousands of miles away from each other. If we bring those two together, that's a solution that makes sense, not just for brands themselves, faster, cheaper delivery, better quality fulfillment, but it also means consumers have a better experience and the negative impacts of e-commerce, vehicles on the road, carbon emissions, excess packaging, those problems can be solved for in a really deep and fundamental way. And that's the kind of core problem that we wanted to solve. We saw it emerge at Lyft, at Uber, Postmates, DoorDash and other companies. If we can solve this problem, we can solve the issues that really stop e-commerce becoming the dominant form of commerce globally. And I'm curious, as you're working on this, like, what does an average day look like for you? Obviously, you and your co-founder have a lot of experience in this space. Are you like building product? Are you finding customers? Are you looking for brands? Like, what are you spending your time on on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so I spend about 30% of my day talking actively with customers every day, at least 30% of my day. Uh, sometimes that can be 
70% of my day and I spend 30% working on smaller projects and moving the company forward, but interacting with our customers, engaging with our brands, engaging with the problems in this industry, talking to brands in the e-commerce space. That's something that we take very seriously because the existing industry is not listening to what e-commerce founders and e-commerce brands are saying. They are frustrated by the existing logistics industry. They want things to change. So I spend a decent amount of time on a daily basis engaging with those folks, understanding their workflows and understanding how our products and solutions can solve their pressing painful issues. Aside from that, it's building a really strong brand around what Patrick is doing, building product and engaging with our product team to ensure that we're in line with what needs to happen to deliver outcomes for our customers. And then it's signing customers and pushing throughput in the Paxmith system. Uh, we are all folks in the company who actually do the process of operating the business ourselves today. And that's something we take seriously as well too. If we want to improve logistics, we should be doing logistics. So we pack orders, we ship orders, we fulfill orders ourselves, and we learn a lot about the process and how we can improve it in product with software by working through things operationally. And then kind of zooming out a bit, if you were to look into the future 5, 10, 15 years, like what do you see is the big vision here? In other words, like what direction are you rowing in with Hacksmith? And what does the world look like in 10 years when you're, you know, a billion dollar company? Yeah, we want to be a billion dollar company in five years and a $10 billion company in 10 years. That's the size of this market, right? This is a $7 trillion e-commerce market globally, $1.6 trillion market here in the United States, growing extremely quickly. The pandemic was fuel on the fire for e-commerce. And is this kind of perception in the market right now that e-commerce is slowing or dying or decaying? We've seen a slight drop, but e-commerce is still driving massive growth across the retail sector, taking sales away from the traditional retail ecosystem. That's going to continue to accelerate and accelerate. And the negative externalities that come with that growth will also need to be dealt with. Paxmith solves for both sides of that equation. E-commerce should work for the planet, for people, for brands, and for communities. If we build an e-commerce ecosystem that does not serve the people that are purchasing the goods that are produced by that system, then we haven't done the best thing we could do for society, for the economy, and for our business. So we're building a real alternative to how things work today. We see this as being a transformative move in the logistics system. And in five to 10 years, the vision is that Paxmith will be not just a dominant player in the logistics ecosystem for e-commerce, but that we will have solved some of these really hard problems and really negative impacts of e-commerce across the US and across the world. That's the true vision that we're going after here. And in order to make the vision come to life and make it happen, like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Looking for customers, you know, brands to partner with? How can we assist? Absolutely. We're looking for brands, number one, right? We want to work with the best, fastest growing brands out there in e-commerce, especially in the beauty, skincare, and fashion jewelry spaces as we expand into new categories. We know that those brands face significant challenges with logistics and shipping and fulfillment. 
we want to help solve problems for those brands via Paxsmith. So brand acquisition and talking to brands that are struggling with logistics today, that's absolutely number one. We're also raising money for our seed round right now as we close things out and building a great team. And folks should feel free to reach out to me on both of those fronts. We want this to be the next big move in the way we look at inventory, moving goods, transportation, every piece of the e-commerce chain that is touched by transportation and logistics, Paxsmith is going to revolutionize all of that. And folks that want to be part of that journey would love to talk to anybody who's engaged in the work of e-commerce, the work of logistics today. And then it, for my last question, if someone wanted to to engage or learn more or reach out, how can they find you? Like you have a website, social media presence, an email address. How can someone connect with you? Yeah, they can reach out via our website, packsmith.io. Uh, we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram as a brand, or they can reach out to me directly. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn, uh, Ben Wonderman at LinkedIn. Uh, and our website's the main port of call for both brands and for potential Paxmas on the platform. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Matt.